and Matt. We're an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. Imagine a quiet, beautiful morning, the kind of morning where you step outside and you can taste the fragrance from the trees and the flowers. You can taste the dew from all the greenery that may be around. And sometimes it's not around because we live around a lot of concrete, but there is that delicious scent in the air super early in the morning. That's when people are kinder, people are, everything is a little bit quiet and cheerful. The birds are chirping. So yesterday, 6.30 in the morning, I go outside with my half watermelon, ready to compost it. I had eaten it. We had eaten it. And I was actually really chipper. I was excited to go for a walk and to see the world outside. And as soon as I took the last steps down the stairs, I saw one of my enemies. Oh. In an instant, I went from happy, like, fawn in the forest feel to I think I said every horrible word you never want to say about a person it all came out of my mouth like I was whispering it I was so angry my whole chemistry changed you know just because we talk about the art of friendship doesn't mean I'm not human and that there are people out there that I don't want to see <laughs> that used to be friends at some point they disappointed severely us our family they hurt us and that happens your heart gets broken right by people so what i'm trying to say is today's episode is about respect and kindness and i had a literally literally a uh four and a half conversation with one of our dear dear friends four and a half hour conversation what did i say four and a half conversation four and a half hour <laughs> conversation <laughs> because i had to explain that there is a difference between kindness and respect. Yeah, absolutely. I had to, I had to prove it. I, I, they're like, what? It's the same thing. I'm like, oh, no, 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 it's not. No, 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 absolutely not. There are certain professions where I want professionalism and respect, and I don't want kindness. I'm going to get into that. Bear with me because I'm going to get into the meaning of both. And then we're going to start the conversation because it's really good. You know, it's like when a kid asks you, like, what is this? Or what's the meaning of this? And you can't explain it because deep down you really aren't fully well versed in what it actually means. Do you know what I'm saying? I think so. Like Einstein said, you really don't know anything about a subject if you can't explain it to a child. Is he the one who said that? Wow. I think so. It's strong. I don't know for a fact who said it, but it's true. <laughs> right? So... I'm like, you know what? So it, that I think that's why it took four hours. Or Well, we discussed other things. Mm -hmm. But I had to keep reframing it to try to get my intuitive feeling of what respect is versus what kindness is. So it leads back to, I mean, it really starts with what's been going on with me and people um, people's apologies to me. I had in, in the space of like, in the span of one week, I had two older Caucasian men, probably Republican, 
totally leash out on me. Is that the term? Leash out on me? They like vent. They like, for no reason, I was there punching bag because I was, I mean, from my perspective, the only non-white person. And you know they couldn't do that with anyone else. Like, I was the target that they felt like they could misuse because it's acceptable. And just by my presence, they realized it was wrong and they tried to apologize, but it was in the form of an apologia. Go back to our episode, we explain this. The episode is called Apologia, which is, it's really not an apology. It's a defense of why you said or did what you did. So you're not apologizing. You're reaffirming why you did what you did, but you know it was wrong. Well, I don't know if Socrates thought it was wrong, but... Socrates sure as heck didn't. I I know, but it's still like, it's like you do something really messed up and your apology is, I'm sorry you felt that way. That, That kind of thing. And then you further explain why you know, you were in the right. <laughs> I, I just, I, my eyes are to, downcast and I'm feeling very quiet right now. Yeah. Because this is our big fight between us as a couple. Like this is how we fight all the time. It's because Matt doesn't apologize, apologize. It's an apology. Anyway, I'm digressing. So what happened was I came down the stairs and I saw the enemy and in a split second, my entire chemistry changed and my entire outlook on the world changed. I went to the compost I put the watermelon in there, totally saying the most messed up words imaginable. Things that I don't even like to describe other women with, like these words, but I did because it felt good. I was that angry. Then you met me there because you were locking the door. So you, you were like a few seconds behind me. And so you didn't see who I saw. I did not. So what happened was I was just standing in the parking lot and you're like, which way do you want to walk? I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even want to do, go anywhere. Like nothing looks good to me. And you pointed in that direction. I'm like, no, that's where she was going. And you said, well, how about over here? I'm like, no. Basically, you 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 gave all the four directions. I was being very sweet, I thought. Yes, you're always sweet and light. Uh, no, but in that <laughs> moment, I happened to have been. Okay, so what happened was I went from feeling so excited about going out into the world to I don't care. I don't want to go out in it. I don't want to be a part of this. Nothing excites me. We almost got into a fight because you're we like, well, which way do you want to go? I'm like, leave me alone. I'm I'm not happy right now. Don't mess with me. And so I just started walking in one direction and you followed me. And then this new cat walked up to me. <laughs> it's like, and this cat, and this is where the kindness comes in. This cat in a split second took me from the most foul minded headspace I was in to immediately oh love you the love came back in an instant because of the kindness that this cat was giving me it was amazing and I recognized the difference again in in the body chemistry and my thoughts it changed in an instant so I hung out with the cat for a few seconds and then we left and then a dog came up to us running up to us and it was so funny and excitable and like funny and so I started laughing and then I don't know about 10 minutes later we ran into a a black feral cat in the woods and this cat was on the hunt but this cat also came up to me and wanted me to pet it and everything I'm like whoa 
again, kindness. It changed my entire world. And so going from understanding what kindness actually is as opposed to respect, I want to get into respect and talk about what that means and what kindness means and talk about how we can use both of these things and when we can use both of these things in our relationships. Here we go. Respect comes from the Middle English, from Latin respectus, and from the verb, I'm just going to spell it, R-E-S-P-I-C-E-R-E, which means to look at, to regard, from R-E, which means back, and then to that, you add S-P-E-C-E-R-E, which means to look at, so to look back on. That is what respect actually means when you break it down. So the definition of respect is a relation or reference to a particular thing or situation and an act of giving particular attention, consideration, like high or special regard, esteem, the quality or state of being esteemed, the positive feeling or action shown towards someone or something considered important or held in high esteem or regard. It conveys a sense of admiration for good or valuable quality. So one of the questions we're going to ask is, is respect earned or given? That's one of the things we're going to get into today. Respect is earned, not given, suggests that if you want to be respected, you cannot force people to respect you just because you want them to. You know, people who think that you cannot force people to respect you, it's because they recognize, they, they know that not everyone is born equal and they aren't obliged to love or respect anyone just because they exist. It's like you have to go through a series of things to, in a way, earn that respect. Whereas kindness, I think, it's not about earning it. Sometimes you have to be kind to the most hideous person, the most hideous acting person, Mm -hmm. because that's what they need. Because we all know that hurt people hurt. Right. People that are in pain want to inflict pain on others. That's all they know. And maybe that's their way of being understood and being heard. When you feel my pain is when you're going to feel what I'm going through, you will understand me better. (laughs) It's really messed up, but I think that is unfortunately the way of things in our society. I was reading something and it broke it down to four forms and confusions of respect. If you look it up and you try to understand the meaning of it, you'll see that people break it down into three ways of respect, three or four usually. But so I picked one and I really liked, you know, I don't like the word tolerance. Yes. Because to me, it's like, and this person totally described it the same way I do. Like, it, it just makes me angry when someone is like, let's be tolerant of one another. Because to me, that implies that you have no respect for me, that you're just going to tolerate me because you don't like the color of my skin, but you're going to tolerate it. And that just is ignorant to me, that it doesn't work for me. I don't like that. I think they should change the name of museums or like whatever they're doing in society to make us love each other or understand one another. I don't think tolerant is the right word for it. It, that's just my personal opinion, but Anyway, so here we go. This is written by 
it's it's from recruiter.com is where I got this article from. I read a whole bunch of different people and what they think of respect and that whole thing. And this person, let me find their name. What is their name? It's a writer for recruiter.com. His name is Michael Mofa. And this is what he had to say about respect. He started off talking about Rodney Dangerfield. He was a comedian, a stand-up comedian. I think it was in the 80s. And his catchphrase was, I can't get no respect. And everyone glommed onto that. And it's interesting because a lot of people also felt the same way. So everyone would use that phrase. I can't get no respect. Right. It's interesting also, Matt, that a lot of these articles had to do with the work situation, like with the corporate world. Like that's where they broke down the whole idea of respect and the meaning of respect. I think what's missing is, First of all, it, it, that respect, and especially the American culture, forgive me, but it's true, we don't respect our kids, we don't respect each other, we don't respect the family, really. Like, don't get mad at me, but it's true. If you're getting mad at me, I'm triggering you for a reason. Like, there's a reason you're being triggered. <laughs> I was talking to a friend for four and a half hours. The conversation really started because I was so upset, because... Your dad was so mean to me. And then, you know, somehow it was brought to his attention by some other family members that what he did was so wrong. But the way he apologized on my voicemail made me even more furious. Right. And then he completely ignored it. And then, oh, that's another thing that he ignored it the, the next time we spoke. Like, just because you say, oops, sorry, it doesn't mean you can never talk about it again because the person is still upset, especially because your apology may not have been um, understood or the apology was probably an apologia, which further infuriates the person because you're not, you're not taking ownness of what you did. You're saying, I'm sorry you felt that way or I'm sorry, but you really didn't get into what you did wrong. You just want to say sorry and get it over with and things go back to normal. But for me, I came from an abusive kind of family where they did the most messed up things. They rarely apologized. They just ignored it and life went on. And then sure enough, that same behavior would take place. And after so many years, for me, most of my life, like I had to go to therapy and I, and I went to so many different therapists because they were all saying, you need to get out of this family. This is not okay behavior. And because I come from the culture that I come from, you know, family's big. You just, you stay together. I had to completely cut myself off. I had to remove myself completely, even from the coolest relatives. I had to just go off by myself. And it's been a very lonely experience, but you can't, you can't just say we're family, we're blood. So you're going to have to put up with it. No. And, and that is where kindness comes in. And that's where the whole respect thing comes in. And I want to say, I'm glad that these articles are written about respect in the workplace, but let's really look at where it actually stems from. This whole disrespect thing really starts the way we are raised as babies, the way that as soon as we're born, we have to be put into daycare, the way that we just have to fend for ourselves, the way we're told you're out by 18, 18, you're out. 
you better make your own money, you better be out of here. It's saying that you don't belong to the family, that you have to get the heck out. And I understand having a sense of responsibility and becoming independent, but that's a different issue from saying you need to get out. It's disrespectful. And we do it with the elders too. We, we put them in daycare. They're no longer part of the family. They're no longer under the same roof for different reasons. One is, you know, because the, the respect from generation to generation is not really considered and there's no kindness in there, but there's really no respect. And so, yeah, we, even when we're not dealing with elders, we barely want to hang out during Thanksgiving. We can barely hang out at, at a kitchen table these days because we are so split even more than ever before with our politics, with our right as human beings, as my right as a woman, totally trampled on by your father. You know, it's just, there's no listening. There's no understanding. There is no compassion or empathy for something that you may not be experiencing in your own life. And so what I was trying to tell my friend was, what gets me mad is these people who have no respect and have no, they have no empathy until they experience the pain for themselves. That's the only time that they may consider another point of view is when theirs, their life is so put on the extreme for them to fully be immersed in what they thought they were against, for them to understand it. Whereas you have to realize you don't have to live a certain way to understand someone. It just takes empathy. It takes listening. It takes hearing the other person out. It takes you removing yourself from the conversation and just hearing someone or seeing someone truly for who they are without you, not you listening, but for without them putting themselves on the person, trying to further explain that they are right because my way is best. Right. Yeah, no, I totally got you. In the case of my father, I think that he was attempting to take respect, not earning it, not being given it, but take it because he was theoretically trying to do us a favor and we basically said no thank you very much. No, we said no thank you after he behaved the way he exactly. did. Exactly. Because we're like, you know what? he was what? starting to think he could pull strings. Mm -hmm. And... You know, was he being more honest at that moment? Yeah. Is he always on guard against saying the wrong thing? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But he was trying to take that respect. You know, you will listen to me because I'm now taking it. And also it's the whole thing of like the generational thing. Like no matter what, you have to respect your elders. You have to respect your family. No matter how they abuse you, you need to respect that. And I don't agree with that. That That is what perpetuates the whole dis-ease in our society no someone has to stop and say no more of this this behavior is not okay you need to change it if you're not going to change it then i'm sorry then you can live like this on your own there will have to be a split right right and people like to make the excuse of well that's not how they were raised and how they grew up they don't understand etc 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 a famous story in my family was one of her brothers oh my god was dating a Catholic girl and were Protestant or my mother was Protestant and that was a scandal went to talk to the priest about it and the priest said at least he's going to church because the priest was somewhat enlightened but when do we stop making allowances for 
that's just the way things were back then, or that's how they were raised, or that's just how things are now. It is pure laziness saying, well, this is how I was raised. It's saying that you don't even want to bother thinking or entertaining another person's point of view. You know, we had our girls totally open up to him, to your dad. And, you know, they're older now, so they're quiet about things as well. They should be because they can understand because people disrespect them like you're your, like your father did. True. He totally ignored them and said it's just a phase, which like deeply hurt them. So I get on the phone with him. I'm like, look, you said this and you have to realize that it was a big deal for them to have this conversation with you for them to explain their life to you to explain their preferences to you to like explain their way of living and what they're going through and you totally dismissed it because you don't agree with them he's like okay thanks for letting me know i'll change that did he no he ignored it week after week after week well changing it means no longer talking about it and then when he did talk about it he said uh girls i want to apologize i'm just going to keep my mouth shut from now on it's like wow he he didn't understand again that you you being quiet about a social issue that the girls are going through you being quiet and saying i'm just going to keep my mouth shut is not okay it's saying i further don't want to talk to you about it i further don't want to hear you right right and you know what i had this almost a very similar conversation with a friend of mine actually her stepdaughter is going through stuff going through a lot of things but that's beside the point and the stepdaughter went to the parents and said this is how i feel this is who i am and they completely shot her down and it's like you know what the quickest way to alienate somebody is to make them feel small and it doesn't matter if they're family it doesn't matter if they're co-worker it doesn't matter and you, you make, make somebody feel small, feel small they're gonna stop talking and you make them feel small by the ways that you ignore something correct or, like they don't exist. Or you deny it. Or you say, exactly. oh, uh, no, you're wrong, or whatever it is. So anyway, so going back to the definition of respect, there are four categories of respect. One is, and this was all across the board, the first one was tolerance. <laughs> I like how Michael put it. He put it in quotes, putting up with. <laughs> and that's just so wrong. So tolerance, putting up with what someone else wants, needs, hopes for, or expects in the form of forbearance from actions against them. Any idea what that means, truly? Can you, can you redefine that? I, I want to say that where tolerance came into it was going through the mindset of the way you were raised, you can't change. So let's just pretend that's a true maxim. I don't believe it, but let's pretend that's true. Now we want to integrate the schools. We want to, oh my God, mix the races in school. Oh, and we're going to force bus or we're going to do what it takes to make that happen. They used to describe it as the first generation will be, will will force the first generation to be tolerant. And then later on, next generation, the generation after, then we can start coming into harmony. But first with it, you know, it's like people have to see um, her on the bridge of the enterprise and get comfortable with the fact that, oh my God, a black woman could be a, a fleet officer on Star Trek. Then the next generation can get more accepting and more accepting and more mm-hmm. accepting. So that's where tolerance, I think, really entered into like the vernacular of 
And so it's like, you know what? You're going to put up with it. You may not like it. You may not be happy about it, but you're going to put up with it. See, it's interesting the so way... later generations it's very happy. It's very weird how you just read this, you know, you understood this definition totally different than I did. So again, it says tolerance, putting up with, quote unquote, putting up with what someone else wants, needs, hopes for, or expects in the form of forbearance from actions against them. Right. So the way I thought about it was like your father like for me to display respect because he's an elder i have to put up with him i don't want to get him upset because he may have a heart attack or he may you know what i mean mm -hmm. like oh he's gonna get sick or he's just you know it's not good for him or his whatever blood pressure i don't know but out of tolerance mm -hmm. out of the fact that he's your father I have to respect him. It doesn't always work. I right. end up leaving the room a lot. Right, which is weird because <sighs> jumping the gun, I'm. I feel, and this is going to sound weird because you're and you're going to disagree with me. I'm sure, but I don't really respect. But I feel the need to be kind. That's that's why we're having this conversation. That's why we're having you're the conversation. Jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. You're I jumping know, ahead. but like you know. Uh, You've got you've to earn it, right? Mm -hmm. I have to give you my respect. Right. And all it takes, sometimes it takes one sentence to ruin it. Mm-hmm. And he's had many paragraphs with which to ruin it. Oh, yeah. Chapters, novels. <sighs> all right, so the next one is admiration that comes in. So, again, these are the four elements that go into respect. The second one is admiration. Expressed or felt esteem for... An encouragement of another's traits, states, behaviors, etc. So you have to admire the person to respect them. I'm just going to use your dad as an example. Mm -hmm. Please forgive me, man. No, no, no. And and I know, and forgive me out there because I'm totally disrespecting our elders. I'm disrespecting Matt's dad. But you know, I am so angry right now mm -hmm. with with him as a, a an archetype. Right. If you will, you know, the white man who is very conservative, who will hear nothing about you, does not want to see other races and religions come into to his circle, doesn't believe in human rights. He just sees his own rights right. and he's the one in the being wronged, mm -hmm. not black people, you know, like it's, it's, it's outrageous. And it, and he's so old and he's so frail and like sick. So it's like, you know, that's where the tolerance thing comes in. But, and so anyway, so admiration. Well, you have to, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to go to the next one. Okay, good. So I'm in a, I'm at quite a conundrum because like my favorite band, first concert I ever went to, blah, 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 was band Iron Maiden Hay. Welcome to my heavy metalness. The lead singer, Bruce Dickinson. I admired the bejesus out of him. And now I'm conflicted. Now I admire the bejesus out of him. He, he's a licensed pilot. He flies them around. He was on the British Olympic fencing team. He's a great singer. Disagree with me, as, as you will. So you admire him. I get it. To, hold on. Bachelor's degree in history from university, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of things to admire. But oh, divorced his wife currently lives with someone who was described as a groupie i'm conflicted i don't know what to do with that i don't i don't admire that at all 
So no, I'm completely well, conflicted. You, At first I said, you know what? Forget it. But I, I can't help it. You can't admire every single aspect of every single person. But that's kind of a big one to me. Yeah. And yeah, you, you also went through this with Lance Armstrong. Oh, my God. You made me read his book. Well, I was like, I am not interested. You, you're like, read the book. I'm like, fine, I'll read the book. I hate it when people make me read their books that they like. <laughs> well, I made you read like two books and both of them are pretty messed up. So I'm like, I didn't like Lance Armstrong for whatever reason. Right. I, I couldn't tell you why it was intuitive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care about this guy. Right. Who is this fool? <laughs> And you're like, you got to read it. And then later on, we realized, oh, this guy is a major cheater in many ways. Right? Right. And you lost all respect for him. Oh, yeah. Because there was no more. Big time. There was no coming back for him. That's beside the point. The amount of things that you admired about him were way canceled out by the things that you did not admire about him. So there you go. So can I go to the next one? (sighs) Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm I'm just conflicted on, on, you know, Iron Maiden. All right. Well. You can still admire the man for being a pilot and and doing whatever, golfing. Or is that Alice Cooper? Never That's mind. Alice Cooper. Never mind. All these heavy metal check, guys are... Check you out. He's hard rock. Don't, don't get it twisted. Okay. Okay. So we have tolerance. We have admiration. The next one is difference. Deference? Deference is very different than difference. Okay. So the next one is deference, guys. Okay. D-E-F-E-R-E-N-C-E. I don't even know what this means. It means that you're willing to quote unquote defer your Uh opinion to that person and, you know, in deference to you. So I'm going to ask you what you think and whatever you think, I'm probably going to say that's what I think. Okay. So deference, this is what Michael said, submissive attitudes, behaviors, expressions as indicators or acceptance of claimed or sought superior status of another. I don't understand that meaning. Yeah, see, my meaning was so, I I feels like my meaning was so much more succinct. It's like if you're working with, in my world, programming, okay? Let's talk programming for just a second. If I'm working with a 22-year-old wonderkind for whatever subject, whatever part of technology, then I'm going to listen to what they have to say about whatever it is they're coding, even though I've been coding way longer in some cases, God, it's getting, it's getting tricky now, longer than they've been alive. But if they know more about a given subject, I will say, cool, let me just, let me just listen to what you have to say and, and I'll figure some stuff out. I'll ask you some questions. I'm not going to necessarily jump in and challenge you on anything because I don't know anything. You know, I have to actually, so I defer to your superior skill. Got it. And I say that sometimes. I defer. You know what? It's interesting when we came, when we moved. Okay, you all know that my my family lived in the United States before I was born. I ended up being born in the Middle East. They went back and forth because whatever. It was it was hard to figure out should we live here or should we live here. Mm-hmm. And so, but I remember there was so much admiration. There was so much deference. Is that how you say mm-hmm. it? To the American man, the white American male, that basically there was this, uh, what's the word I used again? It, it's um, an archetype of the great American hero. You know, the, the white Anglo-Saxon, good-looking man, American, coming to save the day. And they are smart, they're beautiful, handsome, they're strong, like you name it, that's America. 
and Matt just hold on. Let me put my hair back. <laughs> Matt just let me smooth my hair. <laughs> so I just remember, like, wow, like all American men are like this because that's what came from my family. That's what came from my dad. Like, you know, it's to be admired and respected. And I remember when I reached an age and I looked at American men, I'm like, this man is not fit. This man <laughs> is not knowledgeable. This man, this, not oh, man. this man. Oh, <laughs> that's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This man is not intelligent. This man is not educated. This man is not understanding. This man is not brave. Like going down the list, I'm like, and then I started looking around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, what happened? Has America always been this way? This man is sloppy. This man is ignorant. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like there was so much deference given to what the United States was. Right. And I'm wondering what, you know, I don't, I don't even have to wonder what other people think about America right now. But anyway... Should I go to the next one? Sure. So the last one is acknowledgement. So, so far, the four traits of having respect, the, the four elements of respect are tolerance, admiration, deference, and the last one is acknowledgement. And so this is how Michael put it. He said, recognition of the positive value of the existence of another or his or her endeavors, traits, aptitudes, achievements, etc., with no overtones or reluctance of the sort that tolerance, quote-unquote, tolerance suggests. A simple nod of, like, quote-unquote, hi, tip of the hat, or vague smile can easily accomplish this. Of all the forms of respect, this is the most basic and deserved without having to be earned in the absence of evident Hitlerian negatives. What does Hitlerian negatives mean? Do you have any idea? I have to look that up. I'd have to. I'd have to see it. Is it evidentiary it's or something? Hitlerian negatives. Capital yeah, I don't H. know. Let's let's not dwell on that oh, word. Okay, let's right. just not do it. I don't oh, know. Oh, so that we're going to ignore it. Yes, we are. I'm assuming it has to do with Hitler. I. It's capitalized. I don't. Oh, that gets even weirder, doesn't it? <sighs> I don't know. So. What does that mean? Acknowledgement. Recognition of the positive value of the existence of another. Right. His or her endeavors, traits, aptitudes, achievements, etc. With no overtones of reluctance. What do you think he's trying to say here? So, because the Tour de France is currently ongoing, I suppose, I'm riding my bike again. Yay, because it's, God, the weather's so pretty. And, and I wearing go out early your polka-dotted... Jersey. Wearing my polka dotted <laughs> shirt. I don't have a jersey. I'm not nuts. Oh, sorry. When I go it's riding, it's not in lycra spandex. It's in, <laughs> it's, I, I wear sweatpants and a t shirt, okay? And I go out super early in the morning. Anyways, um, and usually the first person to pass me is, has white hair. It's just kind of how it goes here. And, you know, I, I think I draw that in. Well, that's but a I Colorado always thing. say good morning. The, and, for, can we go back? That's a Colorado thing, by the way. People are absurdly fit. Not everybody, but my God, (laughs) I was watching an Instagram thing, a reel, like someone was, uh, someone was at the Red Rocks. The Red Rocks are like these beautiful rock formations and 
there are these bleachers. It's a concert venue. It's a concert venue. It's out in nature, like in the mountains. Is it in the mountains? We've never been, so. It's these massive red rocks. It's quite gorgeous. So there was this one person who was running backwards from the bleachers. You know how like you can skip the bleachers, like run down the bleachers? Mm -hmm. This person was doing it backwards (sighs) from up to all the way down. And the caption was something like, Colorado people are weird. Like well, that. If, if he slips, that's But he didn't. Bad. He didn't, though. But I'm just saying they're absurdly fit. True. And, like, in Colorado here, we have, like, all the most intense um, races and... We have an Ironman here. We have triathletes training here. We have Olympians training. The One of the Olympic training centers is in Colorado Springs. Yeah. People come here to train for major athletic feats, which... Let's let's tip our hat to Wendy McMillan, Happy Apple Vegan on Instagram. That's why she moved here. She is a major athlete. Like, don't mess with her. <laughs> She's probably running and listening to this podcast right now. Hi, Wendy. Oh, running dear. mile 78 probably by now. Can, okay, can, I digress. Can I go back to my actual story? Yeah, or? go ahead. Anyways, and so I... I've been making it a point now to say good morning, like, and or like I, I put two fingers to my helmet to salute and everything. And you know what? I get ignored sometimes. Sometimes I'll hear it back. Depends on how early in the morning I am, because typically nicer people are out earlier in the morning. But I'll tell you, when I, I got I got passed by the octogenarian, so I was like, good morning. I couldn't see. I couldn't feel. He just booked super fit just gone i don't even know if he heard me i don't i don't know what the story was <laughs> but i'll tell you i got i got passed by <laughs> i got passed by a woman and her body chemistry as she went past me and i said good morning shifted i could feel her soften isn't the right word cuz she was going for it you know i i wasn't going particularly fast because yeah <laughs> i'm not that fit but i could feel that she appreciated me saying something and not just ignoring her. Mm-hmm. And and the same thing happened again. I was I was I was finishing my ride, uh, going up Main Street, and you know I saw just an older woman, and I said good morning, and she immediately did the same thing. And it was because maybe they didn't feel recognized or heard lately. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you what the deal was. You know, most people were just happy to say, hey, good morning. Mm-hmm. But in those two instances, happened to both be female, I could tell it meant something. Well, we especially need it now because our rights have been completely stripped. And men are not saying a word. Not a word. You're all... You all are, you are all quiet. And I, that's another thing that further enrages me. Anyway. But, but that's yeah. acknowledged. But see, that's how I felt when the cat came up to me. Right. Like it changed me in an instant because mm-hmm. I felt that kindness. It was unexpected. Because, you know, cats are aloof. They don't give a, they don't care. But for this cat to sense that I needed kindness and Mm -hmm. came and offered so much kindness my goodness that that is kindness that changes everything so now i'm going to get to the definition of that the etymology of kindness the word kindness harks back to the old english kindness which me which meant nation we did a whole show on this you guys it means nation 
and has roots in the word K-I-N, kin, as in one's family, race, or relations. The word eventually evolved into our modern understanding of courtesy or noble deeds by the 14th century. There you have it. You can be kind without respecting the person. Sometimes, as I was trying to tell my friend last night, or in the wee hours in the morning, I'm like, she's like, why were you, so you were, why were, were you, we were, you know, it was the fight back and forth between the respect and the kindness. Mm-hmm. I don't have to respect the person. I can still be kind. Sometimes the people that don't deserve your respect deserve your kindness. They need it. I would say deserve your kindness because I think that that's something that should be either freely given or not freely given. All right, let me put it this way. Society deserves you to be kind to the most hated person. Yeah, now that I can't argue with. Because let's face it, there's a reason why they're the way they are. And clearly they know they have no respect. And clearly deep down they know why but they're so comfortable in their situation that they've built for themselves. And if they were to veer away from that, it would prove to themselves how wrong they are. And that's painful to go away from. So to just offer some kindness doesn't mean you have to respect that person. True. Yeah. And the the quick example I always come to is, um, unfortunately, yeah. And you're going to disagree, but, um, when you're like serving the public, it's, I think uh, it can be very important to be kind even when you're dealing with so much like hate and anger. Now, though, of course, there are limits, but yeah. I mean, this is a very deep subject. I'm going to stop it here unless you want to say something else, Matt. But I think it's good enough today to really look at the meaning of each word. And when you go about your day and you come across people that you don't like, and you will, especially nowadays... <laughs> Think about the difference between kindness and respect and which one is warranted, which one is needed and why. And that's where I'm going to leave it today. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. France, bonjour, je t'aime. Beaucoup. (laughs) I mean, France, thank you so much for listening. The whole country, like, I'm blown away by you all. I love you. I wish I could live there. I wish our whole family could live there. Thank you for all of you friends around the world for listening. Email me your thoughts. Go to our website, Our Friendly World. What is it again? Our Friendly World Podcast.com. <laughs> Go there and uh, click on contact us. And that will directly email me. And then I'll be talking about it with Matt. And then Matt will talk to you too. What are you looking like that for? Or is it Our Friendly World with Fawn and Matt? Or... No, our, our podcast is called Our Friendly World with Fawn and Matt. What is wrong with us? Please edit. Have you had coffee? No, I'm not going to edit it. It's crazy. It's what happens when but you're stressed. But going to get confused as far as what the URL All right. is. The URL is Our Friendly World. What is it? <laughs> Hold on. There's too many dot coms running around, babe. Oh you're going to have to edit God. it. It's ourfriendlyworldpodcast.com. Oh, okay. Ourfriendlyworldpodcast.com. Better, stronger, together. Remember? Ourfriendlyworldpodcast.com. We're here to transform our society into a friendlier one. Please help us. Help us by joining our team. Widening our circle. Beyond the listening. Let's form something together and let's create a kinder world. I'm looking forward to your emails. I'm serious. 
Okay, talk to you soon in a few days. Love you. Be well.